I don't give a damn. You're fired. Okay, so to start these off, I need, I've been given feedback on my podcast. Okay. And I've been told that starting these podcasts, people who are listening are like, who is the person? Because yeah. we just jump into conversation and yeah. people are lost. So, Dennis, I got Dennis High here. Dennis, who are you? I. Dude, I don't know. <laughs> That's why I'm so depressed all the time. <laughs> I'm a I'm a fun-loving guy who does comedy every now and then. A comedian. Yeah. And you, you work with Ryan, I guess. Yeah, kind of. Loosely. Yeah, I'm like there. I'm like a... I'm like a... Advisor. A board, I'm a board member. He's like, oh, Happy cool. Valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds great. I just dubbed myself a VP. I put it on my LinkedIn, too. <laughs> but, you know, I'm more like... You put that on your LinkedIn? Ha- VP of Happy <laughs> Valley Comedy. Dude. Hell yeah. Dude, and uh, and you're depressed. Always. Dude. Most, most, most regularly. I think yeah. I'm the only comic I know who's not. Well? Like, dude, not even a little bit. I don't know how or um, what. Well, yeah, I would... I sh- Everyone I know has it, but Dude, me. I shouldn't be, given the, like I have a nice place to live. I make plenty of money for my age. I, I guess I don't really have my health, but I'm not dead. <laughs> You're alive. I just went to the doctor. I don't have diabetes, so <laughs> that's like we've been trying for years. <laughs> so like I can't I can't complain. It's just you know. Sometimes I get sad, and I'm like, ah, this sucks. But that's why we have weed, and then I smoke, and I'm not sad. I'm like, ah, I'm a lot better. I like that, uh, you know, that Tom Segura bit uh, where he talked about getting a medical card. Have you heard that one? I probably have. I don't remember. And he's, like, waiting to go see the doctor, and he's, like, trying to come up with a reason why he needs the weed. And he's like, my eyes hurt. (laughs) And then, like, the next person comes in, and he's, like, there with him, and the next dude was like... Why do you need weed? And the next guy's like, I like the way it makes me feel. <laughs> yeah. And the doctor's like, all right. <laughs> yeah. It's um, it's a miracle drug. I think everyone should be on it. <laughs> I legitimately think every, everyone. I think some people shouldn't. I, I, I've met some people <laughs> who, they, they, they're not chill. And they, really? Do they get like panic attacks and stuff? Oh, yeah. I guess I, some people get. I, I don't. I mean, it sucks to be those people, but... I used to think that I never got panic attacks. Then I was like, yeah, man, it was crazy. Like, at BYU-Idaho, I would have, you know, days where I'm just super stressed. And, like, I'll have, like, these 10-minute periods in my car where I can barely breathe and not move. And then I'm just, like, finally able to breathe and fine. And I'm good for another few months. People are like, oh, yeah, that's a panic attack. I'm like, oh. Dude. I guess I do get those every now and then. Dude, so we lived at the same place at BYU-Idaho, probably at the same time. Yeah? I was at the Gates from 2015-2016. Which building did you live in? The one closest to the main road. Okay, yeah. Like the road that the temple is on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was on, like, that building. Yeah, I lived on the building the closest to the other road. Okay. And then I lived 
in the horseshoe. Okay. So dude, that like building on got... The, end, the two ends. In, like, 2017, a few dudes got busted with cocaine there. Yeah. Were you there when that happened? I, I saw that in the news, and I was like, man, the gates got wild since I yeah, left. Yeah, there, like, there were a couple things that, like... I remember a whole apartment got sent home for, like, weed. Dude, you think stuff's not happening at BYU-Idaho, like, when you first... Like, so, when I went there when I was 18, like, fresh out of high school... Yeah. Was, like, this is, like... Mormon Hogwarts, like, we're gonna, yeah. like everyone's going to be chill, like, and I was like, I can go anywhere and not get in trouble, because I was like, everyone's doing the right thing, yeah. and I got invited to a party at the gates <laughs> my first, like, weekend to BYU-Idaho, yeah. and walked in, and it was just reeked of weed, like, everywhere, and I was like, oh, this is, oh, <laughs> and I was yeah, like, oh, college. shit, <laughs> and then, uh, so, me and the people who were with, like, we weren't down, and so we left. And then, dude, I lucked out. The cops rolled up as we were leaving oh, really? and busted the party, and like Dang. everyone got suspended from school. Yeah, I never, I never smoked weed once in Rexburg. Yeah, it was all after. It was all after. I drank, but not a, in Rexburg. Well, yeah, not a ton though. Dude, I had a roommate towards like the end, and I'd already like stopped going to like church and stuff. Okay, I had a roommate who wanted to drink all the time, but didn't really. Like, cause uh, before his mission, he went to Boise State and went wild. Oh yeah, I bet. And uh, like all through like high school, he was wild. Uh, he, dude, he also an Idaho guy uh, from near Idaho Falls. I forgot what. Uh, yeah, there's a lot. It's north of Idaho Falls. Rigby? Right? No, no, no uh, below. Below Idaho Falls? No, it's it's north of Idaho Falls, but it's south of Rigby and Ryrie. Oh, Bonneville? It's Bonneville, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, uh, coolest roommate I had all through mm-hmm. college. But, uh, dude, we like couldn't ever come up with anything to do in Rexburg. We were always like bored. And... Uh, We'd be like, what do we do? Like, it's a Friday night, and there's nothing to do here. And he's like, dude, this is when I wish I could drink. He's like, because then you're doing something. <laughs> like, that was what... I'll always remember that. He said that. He's yeah. like, then you're doing something. Because we're doing nothing right now. Yeah. We would... uh Dude, we would just get, like... uh We'd get Monsters and Red Bulls, because we were hardcore. And <laughs> dude. I'd always go do just stupid... Hey, let's go play Mafia or whatever. All those games that people love. Oh, yeah. Always doing stuff like that. Dude, you play uh, flag football? Um, no. I, yes, I did. And then I, but I coached it too, like a girls' team. Okay. And we did win the championship. We were awesome. It was the only championship I was a part of, which there's a couple close calls and they <laughs> sucked when you didn't win more than anything. Dude, I went to the championship. Really? And, uh, well, I, so in the champ, the quarterfinal game, so I was our quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, we, dude, we took it serious. We had a playbook. Yeah. Like, we printed out all of our plays and, uh, like, we huddled and called plays and audibles and stuff. Like, it was insane. Um, in our quarterfinal game, I scrambled and, like, dove for the pylon, and the dude, like, went, like, hit me like it was, like, tackle, and separated my shoulder. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, and they took me out of the school, made me go in an ambulance. Dude. I think I was on the field. 2015? Something like that. Because, <laughs> like, I remember 
maybe it was later. I don't know when it was, but I remember we um, we were playing in a game, and the ambulance came and picked someone up, and they had like yeah, it was like their uh, upper body injury, and they went in the ambulance, and I remember being like, dude, that guy must be loaded. That guy must be so rich. <laughs> I, no, there's dude, that, absolutely no way I would get in that ambulance. Dude, that bill, like... Dude. Yeah. Dude. Uh, the dude, like, the game manager person, like, convinced me the school to cover it. Oh, yeah. And so, I got, like, the $700 bill and tried to get BYU-Idaho to pay for it, and they were like, nah. <laughs> um, I was like, I didn't call the ambulance. Um, They're like, did you get in? Like, yeah, I was forced. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, then we had no contingency plan for a quarterback because, like, I was the only person who knew all the plays. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, I don't know if we're going to. We were up, like, 30 nothing when I left. <laughs> and so Dang. I was like, oh, no, we're screwed. But uh, they held on. And, like, it was, at, like, before halftime. So the guys who I had on my team, like, held it together. And then for the rest of the games, I, like, we took one of our players and made him the new quarterback, and I, like, studied the playbook with him. Like, dude, we went to his, like, apartment, and I, like, got a whiteboard, and, like, dude, that's how intense we were. Like, we yeah. were, like, we were winning this championship. And uh, so then uh, I was on the sidelines, and we gave him a wristband with all the plays, and I just called the plays. And so, like, I would yell out the number on his wristband, and he would, like, call that play. And uh, we went to the championship game and uh, lost by, like, two points, and uh, it was a bummer. We were yeah. uh, we were all sad. Yeah, we lost in the semifinals because you know how those games are, like, timed? Yeah. They're like, you end at this time. Well, ours was short because the refs were late. What? Yeah, so we were what? driving. I didn't know they can take time off because... Yeah, well, they didn't add time on, they just... They kept the same end time, uh-huh. even though the refs were late. So we're driving to do the game-winning score, and we we were like on the, like the fifteen, like we were gonna score, and it um we ran out of time. I was so pissed. Dude, I was like, Man. flag football in Rexburg was so serious, especially like dude. I found out here in Provo they don't allow like contact on the line. Mm-hmm. But, like, in Rexburg, they were just pulling, like, blocking. Yeah. We had a dude break the nose of another dude. <laughs> like, it oh, was... Oh, yeah, dude. I love... It got like, crazy. It was fun. I loved it. Well, so, this is... Let's get fired. So, we go over questions and things that could get... Maybe get you fired. I don't yeah. know. We'll, we'll see. It probably won't. I mean, there's only, like, 200 people listening to yeah. this, so... I don't think anyone from my work listens, so that's mm-hmm. fine. There we go. As All right, some a- random HR director in some <laughs> school doesn't listen, and they're like, "Hey, I know that guy. I'm offended. I'm canceling my contract now." Dude, I I hope this podcast takes off someday, and then a bunch of people just get fired. Oh, yeah. They're just like, "Oh man, you're gonna you're gonna get fired for." <laughs> Um, there's a segment I started when I did the first few episodes called Employee of the Week, where I would take mm-hmm. someone from the internet who got fired for doing something stupid online. Yeah. Um, I haven't done that in a minute, but. Uh, I need to do that. I need to prepare more for these episodes so I can have that segment back. Because uh, it was a good segment, but I also, uh, uh, like, Quinn gave me shit when I said this. He's like, dude, that's, yeah, dude, that's so meta. But uh, my goal is secretly that someone gets fired off of this podcast, and then I can bring them on as the Employee of the Week segment. Yeah, that'd be funny. Um, so, dude, what's uh, what's your favorite job you've ever done? Um... 
I, I mean, this one's pretty up there because of the freedom it gives me. Mm-hmm. The actual job part, I don't know if I've ever had a job where I was like, yeah, this is fun to do. Um, but this one, like, especially before I, I was in the role now, when I was just an SDR, mm-hmm. I would work maybe three hours a day, goof off the rest of the time, and then be like, oh, I gotta get my demos, and boom, 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 get the demos, and then go home. And so, I like, but fun, um, Wingers, I worked at Wingers as a server, being a server was pretty fun. Was that in Rexburg? In Idaho Falls. Okay. Yeah, but... Where, where are you from? I'm from Shelley. Shelley, okay. So. Dude, I had a roommate from Shelley. Oh, I, mean, really? I think he was younger than you, so you might not know him. Yeah. Um, Matt, I don't remember his last name. Yeah, that's Damn. how I would know him more, his yeah. last name. Than uh, Matt Wells, that was... Oh, yeah. I know I know his older brother better. Okay. Josh Wells. Yeah, dude, he was a... You're older than me. Roommate of mine in Rexburg. Yeah. I don't, I don't know Matt, so, but... Yeah. He's younger. He's a cool dude. So, have you ever been fired from a job before? Yeah, I've been fired from one job. One job. And it happened in 2020. 2020. Oh, dude, that's the worst time. Was it after the pandemic started or Yeah, it was December of 2020. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) And um, it was kind of bullshit the way I got fired. Uh Uh-huh. Because they were like, hey, man, on this day, we don't see any production work that you were doing. And what had happened, I had a um, power outage, so uh-huh. I didn't have Wi-Fi, I didn't have internet, and we were all remote at this yeah. time. And so I was like, well, I can't work. And so, But they were like, yeah, we have a no excuses, like, policy. Really? And, and it was fine, because I was like, I didn't fight it. I was like, okay, because I'd been working at Vivint for, like, Oh, it was Vivint? Yeah. Three years, and I was making, like... Dude, those guys suck. $16 an hour? Oh, yeah, dude, that's not worth it. So I was like, yeah, I'm not... I don't care. I'm not gonna do that. So I immediately made other plans, and it worked out in the long run, but it, it did Sounds suck. like you're making more now. Oh, yeah, like twice as much as I was making there. So it was like... I will, cause I so I got fired, and then I was on already like planning on either taking a break or uh-huh. quitting, cause I was gonna go do Dev Mountain uh-huh. coding school, but I wasn't gonna do that till April. I was like, oh, give me, and then I can. I'm like, what? I, they're so busy in the summer. I was like, oh, I can just ask to work on the weekends, and I can still keep this job and still like work nights and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I got fired, and I was like, oh, I'll start Dev Mountain in January instead of April. <coughs> so I did that. And oh. now I don't use that degree either. <laughs> <laughs> two two degrees. degrees are useless. I, uh, I, I, I That's why I didn't get one. It's uh, a, you just got almost part of... You paid for one. Dude, I you just didn't get one. Dude, I could... <laughs> If I did, like, two more semesters at BYU, Idaho, yeah. I'd have it. Yeah, so you paid but, for dude, a degree. I was, but, dude, I was studying political science. Yeah. Did and you I was going to go to law school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I realized I didn't want to go to law school. And I was like, what can I 
do with a political science degree besides go to law school. Dude, but, like, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. I, um, that's how I was, like, when I got my, like, 2016 or something, I was like, I don't really, I don't really want to do this communication stuff. I don't want to be working public relations or, I mean, I wouldn't mind it. I, it uh-huh. There's fun aspects, but, um, I was like, well, I got to get, I've committed so much money already, so I'm just going to finish it. The worst thing that happened, though, I had a professor who's like, oh, it's comm majors, your grades, whatever. If your portfolio's good, that's all that matters. Like, okay, C's get degrees. Dude. And then my GPA just tanked from there. Dude, I, uh... Wish I had that mindset. I was like, I need to go to law school. So I was like, well, trying and stuff. My first few years, I was like, I, w- I was going to go to law school. Not, I didn't want to be a lawyer. I just uh-huh. wanted a law degree because it opens up other things. Yeah. Like a sports agent. I was like, dude, dude that would be would sick. Be so good at that. But, <laughs> That'd be so good. But then I was like, nah, I don't want to go to law school. And so I was like, I'll just finish this. Originally, I was going to just do journalism, communications journalism, and try and be a sports writer. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I just ended up sticking with the... I, my emphasis was organizational communication. Okay. And so I worked with like a lot of non-profit crap. Yeah. I, uh, my, uh, my best friend in high school... He also went to BYU-Idaho with me, and it was weird, because, like, in high school, I had, like, really good grades, mm-hmm. and he sucked at school. I hope he might listen to this. Yeah, he sucked at school in <laughs> high school. Like, he sucked. Um, and we went to BYU-Idaho, and then he got married, like, pretty, like, he got back from his mission and married his girlfriend from before his mission, like, yeah. um, two months after being home. It was, like, something crazy like that. And I feel like married dudes were way more focused and dialed in on their classes, like less dude. distractions and stuff. But he, dude, he got good at school. Uh, he went to law school, and he's like a very successful attorney. And uh, <laughs> and then my mom's like, <laughs> "What are you doing with your life?" And then because uh, like my mom's friends with his mom, and it's like, You're like, "Hey, hey the heard- Seahawks are seven and five, okay? <laughs> I'm doing actually pretty great." <laughs> Yeah, so that's <laughs> Rob. My mom's like, "Hey, I just talked to Jared's mom, and <laughs> he's crushing it. He has like a five bedroom house. Like, <laughs> yeah. So Jer- he's lucky. He was able to take all his money out of crypto before the crash. <laughs> so what's new with you, dude? Did you do crypto? I did like the GameStop or uh-huh. whatever. Oh yeah, you tried I, that. I, I bought in, and I bought in at like four cents. Uh-huh. I spent like a hundred bucks or whatever, and then it went up nine to uh-huh. up to nine cents, and I was like, "Oh, I'll make like three hundred, four hundred dollars." Yeah, so I sold. Oh, you could have made what you sold. I would have made what because then I bought in again uh-huh. and sold at like twenty two. Like, dude, another you remember number. like Robin Hood? They like prevented people from like yeah. pulling out. That's I had if I had just kept it in uh-huh. all that I had the whole time and never sold and bought in again dude I would have made like who cares if I'm unemployed for a minute like that's um but I made it a few hundred bucks but other than that I'm not very the only stocks I have or whatever's in my 
Yeah. Retirement fund. Yeah, dude, I'm, like, wondering if anyone, like, the whole FTX thing is, like, pretty crazy. Have the guy just got that? arrested today. Really? Yeah, there's your employee of the week. Dude, that dude. He just got arrested in the Bahamas because they're, like, they just filed criminal charges against him. And, but, like, all these athletes are going to get, I wonder if they're going to get in trouble, too. I don't know if you can for endorse, like... Yeah, it's just Cause, cause that's like, where it's Tom Brady, Steph Curry, they're all in the lawsuit with them. Yeah, so I that's where it gets like dicey because like these guys, they probably didn't know like the ins and outs of yeah. the business or any of the shady dealings. Like they just yeah. knew this was a paycheck. To, it was like just another endorsement deal. I wish I, if I could go back in time, I would just tell my two thousand eight <laughs> self, be like, dude. Just buy so much Bitcoin. Dude. It's worth nothing right now. It may seem make-believe to you right now. And to be honest, it feels make-believe in the future. <laughs> but there... Dude. Dude, I, uh, I'm i not going to go into it, but I have some conspiracies about the FTX. Oh, really? Dude, I think... Dude, some pretty powerful people were backing them. Yeah. Like in government and stuff. Dude, I think they were intentionally trying to crash it so the government can be like, look, what happens if we don't regulate crypto better? Because, like, it was people's, like, workaround around the dollar, Mm -hmm. and the government's like, oh, what someone else is going to... No, we're the ones who have a monopoly on currency. Yeah. And that's my take on it. I think the government, they want their share always. And so if people are finding a way around the dollar... They no yeah. can't do that. So I, I think they intentionally got into FTX and well, so let them. I think they intentionally turned their. Do, do you think the government will ever come out with its own crypto? Dude, I've, what if they did I, like dude, a the, U.S. I mean, dollar crypto kind of that, thing? That's what it's going to be. It's all going to be digital. The dollar. Yeah. All it is is like. Dude, I get pissed when the people ask me for cash. I mean, I have a lot of cash right now, but like. Like, I go to a store and, like, try and buy cash, but they're, like, cash only. I'm like, what are do you mean places, cash only? Are there places that do cash only? Um, not as much anymore, right? But like Besides drug dealers? like Those are my favorite people. The one that drove me nuts, the freaking, was it the Gates? They required a cashier's check. Oh, yeah, dude. And I was and like, like what the, what's a cashier's check? Just let me you go. You go to Brolin's? Let and, me just go pay online. Like a normal person just let me get on i remember that i had to go to brolem's and like ask for a cashier's check i was like dude so dude so uh what's the worst job you've ever done i worked at a potato produce plant in Idaho falls Uh uh-huh and my job was to back up the spud trucks unload them and separate the potatoes into different bins like Uh ginormous bins and also clean the place and it's just like mud uh that sounds awful Everywhere, because all the potatoes are all covered in mud, yeah. and it's just, and as they go, I have to keep, like, the belts clean, because they accumulate, so, and then during harvest, my hours would be, like, 6 a.m., and I'd get done and work at, like, 11, 11.30, and it was, like, six days a week. That would suck. And I was making seven fifty an hour, and I was glad, because the Mexican I mean, guy I worked with... Who had been working there for five years was making seven twenty five an hour, and I felt so bad. But as it should be. Uh, yeah. Well, speak English, Juan. Maybe you'll <laughs> get twenty five more cents. That's um, dude, that's nuts. Um, 
the I wonder though with inflation, it's like twelve dollars an hour now. Maybe in Idaho, Idaho's kind of behind the times. It's probably still seven something. Yeah, seven fifty. I um. Dude, I remember when I had a job in Rexburg that was paying nine dollars an hour. I thought I was killing it. Yeah, dude. Like, I I thought I was. And sometimes I get bonuses, so my pay rate was almost $12 an hour. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. I worked at um, Progression in Rexburg. Oh, I remember them. And that was pretty chill. The credit repair place. Yeah, I'd work there from like 7.45 to 11.45. I, I, th- I thought about working there. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I don't know if I applied and they were like, no, or if like I didn't Yeah, it was do it, but... It was fine. I, um... That job sucked. I had a moment where, because they would do, like, attendance points or whatever, uh-huh. right? And if you get certain amount, you get let go. And I was like, I had gotten some points even though I shouldn't have. I was like, no, it's, this is how it happened. And they made a big hullabaloo about it, but then we moved on. And then another time happened where, like, I guess I missed and no one was there to cover, so I got... So it kind of it was kind of like your scenario where I was like I think I'm gonna get let go. Uh huh. So I just went in that day. I was like I think I think I'm done today. <laughs> They're like well, if you don't put in your two weeks, you can't. We can never rehire you. And I was like yeah, I think I'll be fine. <laughs> and then like two weeks later, I got a different job. But dude, I worked at really shitty call center jobs in Rexburg. Yeah, I worked at this place called Silver Fire Media. Is that the one that does, like, the surveys? No. Uh, that was Burnett. I worked there, too. Yeah. Um, the survey one was... I... Dude, everyone hated it. Mm-hmm. Like, most people lasted a month. Yeah. Uh, the turnover rate was crazy. Like, if you go into that office in April, mm-hmm. and then you go again in July, totally different staff. Yeah. Like, no one stayed. Dude, I stayed for, like, a year and a half. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's... I, I don't know what that says about me. Uh, I don't like change or I can just deal just, with bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the other job, Silverfire, everyone was like, this is so much better. And it paid a lot more. Mm-hmm. But I felt shitty about it because it was like people would like sign up for like job websites and their information would get sold to them. Uh-huh. And so it was all outbound calls telling yeah. people, like, hey, we heard you want to further your education. Do you want us to sign you up for the course with ITT Tech? And, <laughs> like, which isn't even, like, accredited. Or, like, Carroll College or stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, everyone would just yell at us. Everyone was like, dude, you're the 10th person who called me today. Like, stop fucking calling me. Yeah. And, I like, I would freeze. I had no idea. I'd be like, oh, sorry. And just, like, hang up. And I could, I gave zero pushback because I didn't feel good mm-hmm. about it. Um, my buddy worked there, and he, like, bought into everything they said. Like, it was like, we're helping people further their education and make yeah. their lives better. This is, like, such a good service. And I guess if you believe in that, you yeah. can go along. But, like, because I, like, smelled... The bullshit and I'm like trying to make this sound like I wasn't a shit employee and <laughs> yeah I'm like I was smart I smelled the bullshit yeah uh, I mean I just the thing is I gave zero pushback and like so if someone like the second they showed a little bit of like hesitancy I'd end the call yeah and so my rate was like really low and then after a while like my boss was like hey we uh <laughs> we 
do you want to quit? (laughs) He's like, that way we don't have to fire you. And so right then on the spot, I was like, I I guess I quit. (laughs) I mean, I wasn't planning on it. (laughs) That's the one place I've ever been fired. Dude, yeah. It, um... I remember when I got fired, my supervisor was like, yeah, you can finish out the day if you want. I was like, <laughs> okay. No. Nope. After they fired you? Yeah, I was like, nah, I'm good. I, um, Dude, you should stay and just wreak havoc. Yeah, just be like, hey, man, actually, we're not. You know the last email where I said we could give you all this stuff for free, but we can't. It's actually double the price now. So, sorry. Dude, why would they want someone to stay the rest of the day if they fired them? Yeah, that doesn't make like, sense. Like, dude, I would totally stay and just... <laughs> yeah. Just be like, yeah, hey guys, still just hanging out doing this thing. Dude, if I got fired from a job and they were like, you want to stay the rest of the day? I'd be like, yeah, you know I'm going to like ruin the company <laughs> tonight, right? Dude, I, um... The other worst job I had that was like potato produce, moving pipe. Mm-hmm. Like when I was like 12. Dude, they get so much... Youth labor. I don't even remember what I got paid an hour, but it um it sucked. I'd have to wake up before school. That sounds awful. Go move pipe. Come home. Get ready for school, and then I'd do the same thing. I, like I've 6 heard p. moving pipe is like the worst thing ever. Yeah, it sucks, but it's kind of like a rite of passage. Yeah. Like if I didn't move pipe, I would be the only guy kid my age who in didn't. the ward who didn't move pipe. Yeah. So we everyone moves pipe, and it's also it's cool because like like I got a dirt bike because uh-huh. I need a thing something to get me to the fields. So everyone has dirt bikes, which is cool. But and it's also cool like there's something about having money in high yeah. school where you're like, yeah, this is cool. I can do whatever I want. Um, but finally, I got old enough to where I was like, yeah, man, I'm like fourteen, fifteen. Uh, I don't. I don't want to do this anymore. And my parents can pay for me. Like, it's, like, their job. Yeah. So. so Dude, yeah. that's, like, that's a crazy age for. Oh, yeah, it is. They, they start them young. And then so many kids in high school and middle school work during spud harvest. Uh-huh. But you can make, like, 2000 Dude, what bucks. a different world. You like, make a- I knew no one who worked. Oh, yeah. Because, like, I, I mean, have you been in Spokane? Well, like... I drove through it once. Okay. I think Spokane's, like, slightly smaller than, like, Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. Like, it's uh, decent. Like, Spokane County is half a million people. So, yeah. like, there wasn't, there's no farmers when yeah. I was. Like, we... It's all, like, suburbs. Yeah, right? dude. I lived in the suburbs. Yeah. Like, and there was no work for us. Dude, we could have had a drive your tractor to school day, and everyone in the high school could have like done it really do you have a tractor my, yeah we had a tractor we had a couple dude like that's crazy everyone had a tractor or like because i like i grew up on like 17 acres mm-hmm. which is a lot but like to me i was like yeah it's not that it's like a normal backyard i was like i have friends who have hundreds of acres they own tons of potatoes and stuff we like grow hay for our horses and cows, but dude, that's nuts. We uh, when I was in like elementary school, my family we moved, but we we're in the same like town. Mm-hmm. But we moved to like the rich neighborhood. Yeah. Um, 
because some people in our ward were renting out the house. It was like a nice house. And it was only, which at the time, I mean, it was probably with inflation, probably not as nice, but 800 yeah. bucks a month was the rent. Oh, dang. And this was, yeah, one, two, three, four, six bedroom house. Yeah. Real nice. Looks like, yeah, and that's... the backyard was an acre. Uh-huh. So I was like, this is huge. Yeah. We have an acre. And we were, like, up in the hills, because, like, just like a lot of, like, cities, like, people up in the hills and in the mountains are, like, richer. Like, yeah, just, like, yeah. how, like, Alpine here, mm-hmm. or, like, you, Lehigh and all that. Yeah. Um. So, like, you go farther up into the mountain, the nicer the houses get. So, like, that was the neighborhood. But my dad was, like, didn't have a job, and, like, we could barely scrape rent. Yeah. And so, like, I remember, like, the ward, like, donated Christmas presents to us oh. then. Like, that's how, like, poor we were. But I was going to school with kids who all had, like, their own dirt bikes and PS2s, which was crazy. (laughs) Well, that's, like, I think back thinking, like, when I was a kid, I was like, yeah, we're we're poor. But we had a two-income household. Like, my dad's, I mean, but he's probably making, like, 35. Uh But my mom was a teacher, and she's definitely making more. But, like, back then... Getting almost to a hundred grand a, a year between the two of them. Yeah, we had plenty, but we lived in a double wide that we just put on a foundation and added on to. Okay. So I'm like, yeah, I live in a trailer house. I don't know, like, but you know, I never, I never had things like an iPod or anything. Yeah. But like every year, I'd get a different MP3 player that my parents would try and, you know, that or. Like, like I had a, a car. This is a so. MP4. It's nicer than an iPod. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay. But, like, I had, like, like I had a car. It wasn't a new car or anything. But yeah. Was, what was the car you drove in high school? Um, I had a couple. My first was a 77 Chevy Silverado. Okay, that's kind of cool. It was cool, but it burned through gas. I ran out yeah, of gas. Like, Literally, five miles to the gallon. Yeah, I ran out of gas all the time, so I'd just park, like, in the same spot. Like... Because, like, where it was going, like, I would be on this street, and then my school was on the left, uh-huh. and I would run out, like, half a mile before my turn to school. So I'd always just park my car on the side of the road and go to school, and then, like, I'll figure it out later, and then... Oh, dude, that's nuts. It's like a small town kind of thing. Yeah. It's like, that would never... You never that just, That would like, fly where I lived. <laughs> yeah, and so... And everyone knew, like, plenty of people knew that was my truck and stuff. And then I drove, uh, for, like, most of my, like, senior year, I drove a Chevy Impala. Like a 2001 or something. Dude, DeAndre Hopkins almost just made a sweet touchdown. But he didn't? No. He's out of bounds. Good. I wonder how many yards he has. It was Chevy Impala? Yeah, and it was nice. And then I ran into a cop and totaled it, so... Oh, oh, how'd that go down? Well, because the road was really slick and icy, but I didn't know. Uh huh. And I go to slow down, and it um, <coughs> it was too icy, and the cop was right there, and I just totaled the car. My dad was not happy. Yeah, yeah. My dad's six six, like three hundred pounds. Uh huh. And he would like spank us with a belt, and so. It was scary. Was yeah. Like, I, I, when I graduated, because like, so my best friend in high school, like one, his dad was like way older than my dad. Like mm-hmm. he was the youngest in his family and I was the oldest. Yeah. 
so, but then too, his dad like wasn't that big. And so like, by the time he graduated high school, he was like, yeah, I can take my dad. And then like, he'd be look at me like, wait, you can't take your dad? And I was like, my dad's like 6'2", 260 yeah. pounds. He has like a hundred pounds on me. And they have and, like that and weird And he was like a state thing. champion yeah. wrestler. Like I can't, I can't stand up against my dad when I was 17. I can imagine too, like, did your dad do a lot of like blue collar physical labor kind of work no because i can imagine him just having the strongest hands my dad was a network engineer he worked in a cubicle (laughs) his name's lance (laughs) okay maybe i don't maybe he doesn't have very strong hands yeah man you're dead (laughs) i'm making him sound like a pussy i don't know how to say this but my dad would beat the (laughs) shit out of you maybe i mean my dad so like my dad like now your dad would definitely beat my dad now my dad's in an assisted living. <laughs> so, yeah. My dad just turned 56, uh, so he just got a senior citizen's discount at Denny's. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> um, my oldest brother is almost 56. Jeez. She's like 54. Dude, that's... I'm 31. Craig would be 43. And then, yeah, 54, 55. Dude, is turning 30 scary? I'm 29, so like it, um, I'm going through it right now. This it, I got six more months of being in my 20s. So here's the thing. My 20s, maybe this will happen to you too. <coughs> maybe in the next year you'll leave the church and just turn your back on everything uh-huh. that you believe to be true. And then you'll be like, oh, my 30s. I have all this decade to do all the stuff I should have done in my 20s. Uh-huh. So it's been pretty fun. For me. I've had it. 30s have been a blast. Um, I wish I was the same size as when I was my 20s. I, I feel that. That would be... I would be... Dude, I'd get laid so much more <laughs> than dude, I do now. I was... Uh, when my wife and I met, I was in 190 pounds. Yeah. And now, on Thanksgiving Day, I was pushing 260. Um, you're at that spot though, to, like you'd you'd lose it pretty fast. I bet. I hope so, dude. I got the flu after Thanksgiving, uh, so I lost 15 pounds. So right now I'm actually 240. Yeah. Uh, dude, I, I mean, I've lost like 30 pounds this year, mm-hmm. and even 30 pounds, like the difference I can feel from like when we first moved into our place last year, last uh-huh. December, dude. I'd go upstairs, and I'm like, I'm. This is it. I'm done for the day. Dude, I'm not going back downstairs and back upstairs again. But now I can run up and down as many times as I need. So, Dude, I love your bit about uh, how you hate fat people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, and like how, like, yeah, I think that's really good. And dude, it'll be even more funny when I, I've lost the weight. So, I'm like, oh, I hate fat people. Dude, Spokane's such like a garbage place that like mm-hmm. I'm not considered a fat dude there. Yeah. Like, people are like, oh, he's in shape. Like, yeah. Drew must work out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't until I moved here that, like, uh, people started, like, uh, making jokes about, like, I did a bit at Wise Guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, my school shooting bit. Which one? Um, <laughs> I, I actually I do have two. Um, but <laughs> it's the one where, damn it, it's mine. Oh, no worries. Um, when... You see on the news that someone uh, 
you see there's this cool shooting but the shooter only shot one or two people and yeah i can't help but think like i could beat that score like that's <laughs> yeah. a really low score yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> like yeah, kids these really... days aren't even trying yeah that's right. and then i said i could beat that score with a sword like <laughs> and uh i was like i'd be a really good school sorter and i did that joke at wise guys uh-huh. and then the host was like i was like i don't know as fat as you are you could probably get one person with a sword if they all outrun you <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, damn. And uh, since moving to Utah, I've had so many fat jokes on me <laughs> that I was like, oh, maybe I am fat. Like, that's. Dude, that's a, the nice thing about, like, getting this fat is, like, I don't get a lot of, like, fat jokes uh-huh. because I'm like, yeah, it's so obvious. It's like, try a little harder. Like, yeah. You know? There's so much more about me that you could make fun of. Dude, I'm, I'm in that sweet spot where it's, like, all bets are off for. Yeah. For uh, fat jokes, yeah, like I'm I'm fat enough that I disgust my wife, <laughs> and I'm also fat enough that I can get all the fat jokes yeah. without people being hesitant. Yeah, because people are like, oh, his self esteem is not that bad. <laughs> like he can take it. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I, I <laughs> you're like it's making it worse. I, like, I, I I've just gained weight. I leave the comedy me. club with a tear running down my cheek. <laughs> Dude, I want us to just. Make fun of you for being fat. Dude, Oz is going to do this podcast. I want him to be... I want him to turn into just like the most vicious, foul, <laughs> dirty comic ever. Just Dude. like... Well, you remember the roast of Quinn? Yeah, he's going to... got him to say fuck. Yeah. And the whole crowd chanted so for him So pressure to say does it. work. Yeah. Well, and then Tanner yelled, or say the N-word. <laughs> and so Oz was making a business decision. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Dude, I can't remember the last time I said the N-word. <laughs> I, unfortunately, no, I have said it. So, But I grew yeah. up in Idaho. Like, yeah, it's, it's like okay. the third word we learned. <laughs> Dude. Um, so, I'll just dive into these questions and we'll plow through them. Uh, first one, why is Russia so awesome? Dude, we're just better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, most everything. Think about it. we we even outwoke America. Really? Like, yeah, that's why Russia didn't go to Qatar. It's because look, we can't stand for. Did Russia not go to Qatar? Yeah, they well, they weren't allowed in the World Cup. Oh, is it because of the whole? I think it's either the Ukraine thing or like cheating. One of the two. I oh, think it yeah. was for the Ukraine. Because the cheating was Olympic stuff. I say cheating. I think it was all fair. If you're in Russia, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Um. But. But yeah, we decided not to go to the World Cup because Qatar hates the gays. Don't get me wrong. We also hate them. We're just not so <laughs> outspoken about it. You know, it's just like we don't have any. If, yeah. I if mean, Russia like, had gay people, they would hate them. Also. Yeah. We. I mean, we. I mean. They're like throwing them off of rooftops, you know. In yeah. Qatar. So we're, we're, I mean, we're like, we we hate them, but we're also like, hey, chill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and then like people are like, oh, hey, um, Russia, you shouldn't, you shouldn't go to Ukraine and take over Ukraine. First of all, I have people telling me we should give Native Americans their land back. But then they're also upset about Russia. <laughs> you can't have Hypocrites. it both ways. Hypocrites. You can't have it both ways, okay? So, and that's, you know, that's the main reason. And also, like, our Dude. chosen race, all that it stuff. Is. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Slavics are the chosen ones. We are pretty awesome. I. <laughs> Dude, I, I, yeah, my buddy in college served his mission in Russia, and he had the craziest stories. Dude, I like, I wanted to. I was like, dude, that'd be cool to go Russian speaking, but I didn't think I was going to go to Russia, but I was like, dude, it could have happened. It would have been cool. Yeah. Maybe they would have kept me. They're like, oh, it says here you were born here. <laughs> Where's this home now? It always was. Yeah. I remember he like told me one time, he was like, people would shit on the side of the road. I can believe it. He said one time this chick was doing it, but he's like, it was weird dilemma because she was also hot. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I had a like I had a guy. We went to Newark to do exchanges. Uh huh. So I was with some elders, and they had this guy from Haiti driving us around, and he had this is what we he had this big white van, no seat (laughs) in the back. What we sat on was a milk crate in the back of this van. We get out and stop, and we start walking down the street, and I look back, and he's on the side of the street just peeing against the wall in, like, Newark. Just... Dude. And I'm like, dude. It's a is... different... I saw people shitting in Guatemala oh, yeah. on the side of the road, and yeah, it's, it's just a different... Different world. Different world when you leave the U.S. It's... Uh, all bets are off. Yeah. Like, things that you thought were, like, normal, just... No. Also, do the riding in the back of someone like that reminded me of Guatemala. We would hitchhike. We were yeah. allowed to hitchhike. Yeah. The mission allowed us to uh-huh. to save money, so the church <laughs> wouldn't have to pay for bus fare. So we would hitchhike a lot, and uh, we were only allowed to do it in the back of a pickup. Though it's too dangerous to get in someone's car, <laughs> dude. So we're like on the freeway, and dudes are going like ninety. <laughs> And we're in the back, in the bed of the pickup, like, holding on for dear life. Uh, It took a missionary dying for them to tell us we weren't allowed to anymore. (laughs) Dude, similar experience. We were picking up our brand new car on my Uh mission. We just left our fully AC centralized air conditioning. (laughs) Um, We stopped at McDonald's on the way to get the car and then, like... The worst part is we had one of those trackers that they put on mission put on the car, um, so similar lights <laughs> that we had. Do they put trackers on the cars? Yeah, they're like just it'll see if like you speed or like it just keeps track of like where you go and everything like that. Not all of them had it, but some of them did. Dude, that's crazy. And like if you were speeding, it would like beep 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 <laughs> like the. Dude, we weren't allowed to have uh, bikes because, uh, you know, in Guatemala, they're like, they'll get stolen. Yeah. And so, which sucked because, like, I'd have areas where it covered, like, 30 miles and we would have to, like, walk everywhere. Like, walk three hours between appointments. Dude, I got so skinny. Dude, similar to that, huge areas, I had an area. Where we walked, and we had to cover streets 1 through 25. I was like, what is this? Okay. 1 through 10, I can do. 1 through 25, I can't. Dude, this is my first day back. Yeah, dude, you were way skinny. Dude, I show people... You want to see a freaking... Dude, I love... uh, Fat dudes always hold on to their skinny pictures to show people. Because you want people to know that... 
He's like, dude, I haven't always been fat. I was yeah. skinny at one time. Dude, I know what it's like. <laughs> well, that's one reason, like, I have a friend who just did, like, a, the sur- a stomach surgery or whatever. Uh-huh. And he's lost, like, 85 pounds already since that really? surgery. And I'm, when I see stuff like that, I'm, like, tempted. I'm like, yeah, that seems, like, awesome. But I'm also, like, part of me is, like, it feels like if I don't try and make an effort to lose weight just without surgery... It feels like cheating because I wasn't always like a yeah. big guy. Like, like that's me after graduation. On the right, yeah. dude. Wait, on the yeah, I couldn't tell which one was you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or like, yeah, man. It was just, it's crazy. So next question here: You still uh, still listening to Kanye? Um, I've actually upped my Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to more. He just released a new album on the dark web. It's called Heil Kanye. I'm like, sign me up. Dude, I'm going to pump And for it's all in German. Pump <laughs> I don't know what he's saying, but it sounds positive. Sounds good. <laughs> you can't have those beats and it not be a positive message. He's so good at beats. So pumped for graduation, too. Yeah, dude. <laughs> If he's going to do, um, what's it called? Concentration. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be the ne- his next album, Concentration. He'll be like, uh... Dude, what uh. a psychopath. I can't even imagine. He reminds me of, you know who... Kanye's like Lori Vallow. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Because she also used to be normal. And then she went crazy... And so it's just a matter of time till Kanye kills. Yeah, his but kids. she wasn't famous when she was normal. True, she didn't get famous till she went crazy. Yeah, well, and Kanye's getting more publicity, <laughs> so it's just a matter of time before he's like, you know what, my kids have bad spirits. I'm gonna kill them in Rexburg, Idaho. <laughs> Might be too soon for that joke, but that's a great joke, um, <laughs> dude. Um, did you see him on uh, Alex Jones? Yeah, he, I saw. I saw. A tweet even Alex Jones was worked out. I was like, when Alex Jones is like pausing, you know, you've gone <laughs> kind of like insane. And I saw another clip of him on something else, and someone was like, "Well, what do you think we should do with like the Jewish problem or something like that?" <laughs> yeah, and, which is a good question. It's <laughs> valid, <laughs> and I appreciate. They were that. just trying to get Kanye to say something like violence, and he wouldn't quite say it and uh-huh. I was like the whole time I was like he's gonna say something dumb and he was just like yeah we just need to get him out of power and I was like well yeah but dude when he said I'm gonna go DEFCON on the Jews I just thought it meant he was gonna fire his agent yeah <laughs> <laughs> how would he's like I will go DEFCON on the Jews I'm like okay Adolf dude I have a uh, you know Clay yeah, he's yeah. been trying to do a Kanye bit, uh-huh. and it's been bombing. But I mean, I I keep telling him to keep it because I think that it has some legs. I'm gonna tell you the premise. Uh, he says comes on stage. I think it's just the way Clayton comes off. <laughs> like I think if I said the joke, it would do way better. <laughs> uh, love you, Clayton. Um, but it's the whole thing. He starts off. He's like, guys, I think Kanye isn't actually anti-Semitic. <laughs> He's like, I think he's being possessed by the ghost of a Confederate soldier. <laughs> That's pretty good, yeah. Who's just having a lot of fun right now. <laughs> Dude, he should, yeah. 
I like that. He's like, he went on Alex Jones' show wearing a Gip mask, <laughs> saying that Hitler is awesome. And he's like, if I was a racist ghost t- t- taking over a famous black dude, that's exactly what I would do. What if it's Hitler himself possessing Kanye? Dude, Kanye's running for president, so... so. Also, uh, then he's like, also, it might be that he thinks uh, Pete Davidson's Jewish. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, there is another artist whose girlfriend uh, (laughs) ran off the Jew, and that guy was Hitler. (laughs) uh, Every time he does the joke at Wise Guys, it bombs. Well, like, dude, just keep, stay in the pocket. I think it has legs. What is it about, what is it about being a failed artist? That makes you want to kill the Jews. Because if you think about it from this perspective, if you fail at but art... he's very successful. He was very... But his last few albums, his last latest work has not been the yeah, best. Yeah, fair. Come oh, on, man. Him. His latest work, he's kind of like tanked the yeah. last three. So once his album started not doing as good, all of a sudden he's like, yeah, man, the Jews. <laughs> can't freaking be creative yeah but dude he's still i mean before he went crazy yeah i mean like two months ago he was a billionaire yeah he's no longer a billionaire he's lost uh, all of his yeah he's lost uh adidas which dude i looked online i was like maybe i should get some yeezys because it'd be funny and uh yeezys are like 300 bucks now really yeah because like adidas doesn't make them so everyone's (laughs) trying to or it's like um I was talking to Colin Shoemaker uh-huh. about sports cards. I was like, bro, who's the next person to die? We got to buy his cards because he's going to die and then cards go up. Uh-huh. So like, you buy a bunch of Kareem stuff and Kareem dies in a few years. Dude, you're just going to get a premium on all that. It's my new way of investing. I invest in death. Dude, I said this in my last podcast episode, but you remember the punter from the Bills? Uh, oh, they, that they drafted? Yeah, and then he got cut during preseason because yeah, apparently he raped a chick in college. Yeah. yeah, dude, his card value shot up. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's the kind of one of those ones, embarrassing ones, where it's like, with how much prep you do in the NFL draft, <laughs> you, you guys that. knew. <laughs> you were hoping it would get. You're like, ah, oh, he's. I don't know if he's white, but he looks white. So that's. Half the battle. I don't know, his last name's Ariza. That yeah. sounds pretty uh, that's the, ethnic to that's, me. That's, that's gonna dock him. He's definitely that's... guilty, but <laughs> <laughs> at least he looks innocent, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I have, um, I had been, I would, you know, my Trump joke where like I look like a Trump supporter. Yeah, yeah. And I usually end it by saying, I look like. Um, Kanye is my favorite black person. <laughs> and then I say I look like I have a favorite black person. I've been changing it to Candace Owens because it had been just more aligned. But now my, I can now I can throw it back to Kanye. Dude, uh, my dad listens to these episodes, but I'm just going to say it. My dad's like, Candace Owens, she's a good one. Like, she's <laughs> a, she's... Dude, uh, here's what I respect about Candace Owens. Uh-huh. I don't think she believes half the crap she says. I think she was like... Because she used to be a Democrat. Uh-huh. And I think what she saw was like, hey, there's not a lot of black people pushing for Trump. Yeah. If I make this switch, I'm an attractive female black woman. I'm good at speaking. 
I'm gonna push for Trump, and I'm gonna get rich. And that could be it. It's worked out for <laughs> you know. That could be it. It's uh, yeah. There's a few of those people who like switch teams. Like, uh, did you hear like Dave Rubin? You know that guy. Yeah, that yeah, guy yeah. was with the Young Turks, and now yeah. he's like, I um. There's a video I saw where it was like, uh, like a AA meeting, but for like people who are woke. Uh huh. And they're like, oh, did you guys do the homework? You're supposed to watch Friends. And one person's like, oh, I actually think it's pretty problematic because, you know, uh-huh. they keep going. And she's like, well, the older you get, the more you're going to become a Republican. And people are like, what? She's like, have any of you started thinking that maybe mi- minorities don't deserve rights? Because <laughs> that one will sneak up on you. <laughs> And then someone's like, well, actually, I find that as a trigger. And she's like, shut the fuck up, Josh. <laughs> it's really funny. I'll have to send it Sh- to you. Shane Gillis has a bit about that that he's currently doing. Uh, I saw him do it last time he was here. We got tickets to the next one. Oh, really? Yeah. Dude, have you seen him live? Mm-mm. I think he's the best comic in the world. Really? I think, yeah, right, I've heard I think he's right awesome. now, no one's killing harder than he yeah. is. He has a joke, and I hope he does it when he comes here, about going to Martha's Vineyard. And about the slavery and actors, too. <laughs> it's such a good bit. Um, and I saw him at Skankfest uh, also. Like, yeah. dude is just, he's on another, like, dude, David Tell was at Skankfest, and I was more excited to see Shane yeah. Gillis. Like, that's how good he is right I'm now. I'm excited to see him. He's he's funny. But, Anytime I listen to him on, like, Joe Rogan or anything, he's pretty hilarious. Yeah, he has a bit about it, and uh, he's like, um, he's like, you think my parents, our parents wanted to be Republicans? He's like, he's like, all you guys have that in you and it's going to come out. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, and he talks about how he was like a history major and he's like, I'm going to be a, a Republican. <laughs> he's like, you don't study George Washington as much as I did without being like, yeah. uh, I, I'm butchering his bit, but like he had a whole thing on it and it, it's great. It's like, he's like. You try to keep it down as long as you can, but then it just slowly... My uncle's like, yeah, in your 20s, you think with your heart. So, yeah, you're sure you're more liberal. Then you turn 30, 40, and you start thinking with your brain, and you just become a Republican. <laughs> you think with your brain. Dude, I don't... I, uh... Yeah. I, I, I rarely talk politics. I got some weird political views. Yeah. I think part of it's being a com- comedian. Oh, I think I think old people shouldn't have rights. <laughs> and people are like, "Oh, that's funny." I'm like, "No, I'm serious." <laughs> I don't think anyone over 70 should be allowed to vote. Because what are you voting for? Yeah. None of this is really going to affect you. You're kind of set for the Yeah, next, yeah, it's, you're cruising at this point. It's done. Like the fact that people are like, "Oh, let's vote for Biden or Trump." I'm like, "No, they're both so old. Why are we giving them the most stressful job?" In the world. Yeah. Joe Biden came and say a sentence and we want him to be president. I I do love that. Dude, uh, it's just a weird game show because, like, dude, the debate was so entertaining, the first debate. Like, everyone, anyone who took it serious is a dork. Like, anyone who, I can't, if I talk to someone and, like, do you see the debate? You believe what Trump said? Or, like, you believe how incoherent Biden is? I'm like, dude, I can't even talk to you. Like, if you're not seeing it for what it like, it's just like, dude, it's like none of these people are making the decision. It's political yeah. theater, yeah. And 
it's hilarious. Like, like Trump isn't like they're not making the decisions. Like Trump didn't do one tenth of all the shit he said he was going to do. Yeah. Mexicans are still here. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, there's no wall. He they actually didn't pay uh, for it. One thing he said was like he was going to like end the wars, and then like every time he like said he was going to like the Department of Defense added troops to Syria, and they were like, well. We just didn't tell him. Like, so Trump, the commander in chief, like, they didn't respect him at all. <laughs> that they, like, he said that he's like, we're going to pull troops out of Syria. Yeah. And the Department of Defense, like, fuck that. And they, <laughs> they added troops. So, like, and then, like, Biden, like, he's so incoherent. And, like, you could see, like, the corporate press just, like, pulling him across the finish line. All right. It, yeah, it's but... just, it's just so funny that people, like, take it serious. And I, that might be, like, the comic part of me, like, where you're trying to make jokes about it all. But, like, I can't imagine anyone being, like, seriously committed to one of those, like, sides. Well, it's just, like, I'm, like, dude, I don't know. It's, like, I don't, I, the only thing I care about is, like, or, like, interested in is mm-hmm. the strategy. Like, okay, like, I don't care about their policies really Mm -hmm. but it is going to be so fun watching ron DeSantis and that side of the republican party slowly destroy donald trump and that side of the party and to see people who are like torn yeah and what happens that's the fun part because like you're gonna start seeing people slowly like media people slowly be like Okay, well, maybe we're done with Donald Trump. I mean, Ron DeSantis is right there, and he's basically Trump without, you know, without the, the shit crazy. <laughs> yeah, and so it's which like, is like, if you don't have the that part of Trump, then like why? Yeah, like that was the best part. I worked at freaking graveyard sh- shift job, uh-huh. and it was great because I'd be up at like five a.m. and I'm like. Ah. 6, 7 a.m. over East Coast. Let's turn on Twitter. Let's see. But, <laughs> like, I was a, I was surfing Twitter when he... They did the whole... Oh, the transgender and the military thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. That whole thing. And I was like, oh, man. The world is going crazy. Which never... Uh, I don't it, even know what happened. Went back, like, I was like... They're in the military. Like, yeah, like, everything... Like, that was the thing. Everything Trump said, like, all the crazy shit, he didn't do any of it. Yeah. Like, that's... Pete Jr. has a really good joke <laughs> about, like, transgender people. He's like, you, th- you think you're really in a foxhole getting shot at wondering, like, man, I sure hope this guy wasn't a bitch before. You oh, know? yeah. Like, I was like, yeah, that's pretty good. But I am, I'm working on a bit about black people and reparations. Uh-huh. And as a, as a straight white guy, I feel like it's my job to do this. But as, I don't think black be. people should get money reparations if i was black what i would be asking for because you're never going to get the money reparations i don't think that's ever going to happen yeah i would say okay don't give us money but from now on all black people we gotta go front of the line any line we're in we gotta go to the front (laughs) dmv front (laughs) disneyland front you go to the hospital front of the line you know and it's like and I, I asked my black friend at work, I was like, that's almost, almost makes all that worth it, right? For, <laughs> I was like, look, it's not worth it for slavery, but almost. <laughs> so I got to figure out how to. Like, there's potential there. I like yeah, that. I, like, I, just... I, uh, I did the bit 
Dude, doing racial jokes in Utah is weird. Yeah. Because have you talked, have you met Buck Sang? No. I didn't know of him, but I, I don't think so. I, I did one of his shows in West Valley. Yeah. No white people in the crowd yeah. at all. And any like racial jokes, what I have noticed, white people are gay and they get like really offended. Yeah. On like behalf, especially in Provo. Because yeah. like Provo has this whole vibe of like BYU and everything. And they're like, we're not racist. Yeah. And so they want to show so badly that yeah. they're not racist. Um, so like I do a bit about how I hate that the NFL has end racism in the end zones. I was yeah, like, because yeah, yeah. and the whole thing is like, is it ending racism? Like, like, or is the NFL like pandering? And my whole thing is like calling out the NFL yeah. for pandering. Yeah. When I say in front of white people, I hate that the NFL puts end racism in the end zones. Everyone's like butthole tightens up immediately, yeah. and they're all like staring at me, and they won't give me a laugh. Dude, but like, yeah. I, dude, I did that joke at West Valley and it killed like yeah. everyone was laughing and everyone was like yeah the NFL is full of shit like yeah. but I white people here they don't get the the angle it's just like every like and I'm like I don't know I was like if anything I was like you guys not laughing at this is way more racist than me saying yeah. that so and racism guys, is bad you guys know this is a joke right I um I I used to do a bit about how, like, the bet greatest thing a white person can ever be called. Like, there's levels to it. Uh-huh. Like, like, if, like, or greatest achievement for a white person. Like, if a, if a Mexican person invites you to a, a quince, uh-huh. like, level two, <coughs> right? Or if, like, you get invited to, like, a luau, which uh-huh. is Polynesians. Or if a Polynesian calls you uso. I don't even know what that is, but that's... Level up. Yeah, it's good. And then if, um... But the holy grail is if a black person calls you the N-word. If a black person calls you the N-word, you... It's all downhill from there, because that is <laughs> pinnacle of society. Have you done that on stage? That's yeah, good... like a couple times. I, ne- I had never like fleshed it out, but yeah, uh, that's wanna... one of those bits. I feel like you have to like really work it, mm-hmm. uh, but that has potential, like yeah, the it's, payoff. It's the kind where I just need to go to a fun open mic, get high, and yeah, see what happens. I um, I have a bit. It's um, w- the punchline is women are responsible for the Holocaust. Have you yeah, heard that one? I think so. Yeah, and that's one that like. It takes a lot of build up to get to the punchline. It's almost like two minutes before yeah. I get to the punchline. Um, the first few times I did that joke, it really bombed. But that it reminds me of that one. I feel like getting to like yeah, I have the one that's like that, and I uh, I just haven't done comedy in a minute. But I have a joke like the hardest part about dressing up as Jesus is the blackface, oh, yeah. or like the scariest part. <laughs> And, like, I've told it, and some people are like, I don't get it. <laughs> and I'm like, well, because, well, Jesus is black. And they're like, what? I'm like, well, he definitely wasn't white, you know? And so that one, here, especially here in Utah, some people are like, yeah, I'm confused by that. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, okay. Dude, pet peeve of mine. Comedians who do jokes that only make sense in Utah. Yeah, yeah. Um... I like to do, like, I'll pander to the crowd, definitely, but not as one of my, like, core. Yeah. Well, I think with the church, 
it's so especially if you go to wise guys mm-hmm. um first time open micers at wise guys 90% of the times, it's like some dude in his late 20s who just left the church. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I was once Mormon, but I say fuck now. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, you're sticking it to the man. Like, <laughs> I, dude, I, I hate that so bad. Like, Because then they do all these jokes about like... They like make jokes about like the Book of Mormon, but like use words like Alma and Moroni. I'm like, dude, yeah, yeah. take that material to California, and no one knows what you're talking about. Yeah, that that's like my biggest pet peeve is like jokes that only make sense in front of a Mormon audience or an ex Mormon audience. Yes, yeah. I do one one Mormon joke, but it could be anything. It's like my mom was in my house. The Holy Trinity wasn't God the Father. Jesus Christ and the Holy Ghost. It was God, Joseph Smith, and Ronald Reagan. <laughs> and Jesus was a close fourth. <laughs> but, like, I could just do God, Jesus, yeah. and Ronald Reagan, but Ronald Reagan was probably in second. And then I'm like, yeah, my mom's so Republican that, like, if Jesus himself came down and was like, yeah, actually, Judaism is... Or, like, no, if Jesus <laughs> came down and was like, actually, you should vote for Joe Biden, that is <laughs> the most, like following my ways my mom would be like i guess we're jewish now (laughs) (laughs) that's a funny joke it's like she is so into dude i think especially people like kind of in the utah bubble and like this is like either it's still in the church or out of the church there's so many people who like they don't get how irrelevant mormons are because like you probably get because you were out in New Jersey. Oh, yeah. Like, and, my wife's from Philly. Yeah. And so before we were here, she used to be like, wait, Mormons, that's like a branch of, like, Amish, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Did people ask you that? Like, what kind of Amish are you like? Well, people would be like, yeah, I don't know about it. But I was mostly dealing with Spanish-speaking people, Oh, too. yeah, yeah. So a lot of them had heard about it, but, I mean, every one of them was Catholic, so... yeah. Like, whether they heard about it or not, they're like, oh, yeah, we're Catholic. I'm like, when's the last time you went to church? Long time ago. <laughs> but I'm Catholic. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So. I do a bit about that. Where, uh, I met this guy at a show, and he told me he's Catholic, but not super Catholic, and he was, like, really drunk. And if you ever hear that, that's code for an alcoholic who goes to Mass <laughs> once a year. Yeah. And then uh, the rest of the joke was uh, he, like, was really drunk and talking to me, and we were talking told me that he lost his virginity when he was five so i think it's fair to say he's super catholic (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's a really good one i've thought about doing like you know how people are getting upset about all these like stories about bishops Mm -hmm. interviewing people i mean that just means mormons made it to the big town (laughs) part of the transition of becoming a big powerful church is your leader's but kids, it's like <laughs> it happens to all of them. I don't know about Muslims, but barely, I, barely even a religion. <laughs> more of a lifestyle. Yeah, more of a lifestyle. <laughs> and depending on which, how much you believe, not a long lifestyle. Dude, Shane Gillis has another great Shane Gillis bit, mm-hmm. but talking about like Al Qaeda and stuff, and uh, he uh, talked. He's like, as a white dude. Like, your biggest fear of, like, what your girlfriend's ex is, is a black dude. <laughs> like, yeah. That's the worst case scenario. She was the black dude before you. I was like, my ex, 
before me was with a Navy SEAL. <laughs> he's like, that wasn't on my list before. Oh, yeah, that's how he said He's like, that wasn't on my list before it was black, dude. Yeah. I'm butchering his jokes so bad. But he does a whole thing where he's like, if you think about it, Navy SEALs are kind of pussies. <laughs> like, he's like, the real dudes are the ones out there and you know, in Afghanistan, like in, they're in pajamas throwing rocks at tanks. <laughs> they're like willing to give up their life, you know. He's like that's badass. Like yeah. that's hardcore. It reminds me. You know who's the puppet guy? Uh, Jeff Dunham. His Ahmed. Oh, I remember. Dude, I haven't kid. seen that since I was like in middle school. I just remember he has one where he's like. Are these my, Ackman's like, are these my 70 virgins? There's a lot of dudes out there. <laughs> and like, just someone else said, like, I've heard multiple comedians talk about like that kind of premise, but like, yeah, I've heard that premise done a lot. Yeah, it's like, it, it would be just funny if like, it was just, it was just straight up dudes. Like, Dude. just unattractive. Allah! <laughs> just really gay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude. So. I, uh, yeah, I love some jokes like that. Um, who did it? Have you heard of Ryan Long? I think so, but... I would highly recommend looking up his stand-up. Um, he may have killed the hardest at Skankfest besides, like, Shane Gillis. Yeah. Uh, dude is... Uh, so he's gotten famous for, like, his street interviews on YouTube. Okay. And he does, like, sketches that are funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but his street interviews are incredible. Like, phenomenal. Like, I, I, I'll have to, like, look one up. Um... I want to do some street interviews for general conference. Oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah. I've wanted for years, I've wanted to do this where we have two stages. Uh-huh. Like little milk cartons or whatever. One is facing the people going into conference and one is facing the protesters. <laughs> and two people do do comedy for the people going in and do comedy <laughs> for the people. <laughs> that would be nuts. I think it would be so funny. Um. I don't know why I was bringing up Brian Long. Oh, yeah, he had a whole bit about, like, gay Muslim paradise. And he just said, he said Allah in a super, like, flamboyant way. And I don't know why I love that so much. Yeah. He's like, Allah. You'll love it to, like, some random person in <laughs> Afghanistan listens to this podcast and is like, this is Drew Simon. He lives at Sit. <laughs> Dude, he had a great line in one of his specials. Um, all of his specials he self-produced and put on YouTube, and mm-hmm. they're great, like really good specials. Yeah. Um, but he had, he's like, I'm not religious. He's like, I've never read the Bible or the Quran or the Jew Quran. <laughs> I don't know why the Jew Quran line just gets me every yeah. time. Yeah, dude, that's a good one. I um, yeah, dude, I don't. I should write more jokes. Well, let's uh, we'll wrap it up here. I got a couple. I got two more questions, and one is the same one I end with every time. Mm-hmm. So this isn't the ender, though. Uh, here's the second to last one. Uh, besides, actually, I don't know if I'm ready for this one. Um, I've never tried this with any of the guests. Okay. Uh, besides rape, what are men better at than women? <laughs> uh, well, I don't. How much time do you have? Like, <laughs> we're even better. Oh, I saw someone joke that we're better at being women. <laughs> When Caitlyn Jenner won the... That was great. I remember uh, I saw a meme that said, if any of you guys don't think I'm feminine, you can suck my dick. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think it's... it's, There's so many to list. You know what we're not better at? Being HR people. (laughs) 
I've never had an HR manager. Yeah. The Office. Have you seen The Office? Yeah. Toby, that's bullshit. That never happens in real life. There's never a dude, dude. in HR. I've never. Okay, <laughs> I've so I talk to HR people all day, every day. Uh huh. And I do talk to a couple guys every now and then, but they're all like fifty-year-old women. <laughs> Is like ninety yeah, percent of the. You can't be a bro and be trying to get people fired. Like that's well, and it's just like I still don't know a hundred percent like what HR people do just day to day, but I sell them stuff. I dude, I assume just trying to get people fired. That's yeah. <laughs> dude, I our HR lady, dude, I stress her out all the time. I'm like, hey, can I say this? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's a thing I gave up at my last job. Like, the meetings were so chill. Yeah. Like, cr- like people are saying fucking meetings. And oh, yeah. The effort is said a lot in my workplace. Dude, have you uh, come across... I don't know if you have or ha- haven't. Every uh, poly I've met in Utah... Every, I'll say Polynesian for the yeah. non-Utah listeners. Yeah. Uh, met in Utah. Very conservative. Really? Dude. My... Tongan uh, co-worker. Well, also, so, have you been to the Kava, Mike? There's a Kava bar oh, yeah, in Provo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that dude is like, dude, Trump's the shit, man. Like, they, they are so down. And, uh... Yeah, dude, he, I haven't... It's hilarious because, like, all my co-workers were, like, very uh, liberal and white. <laughs> and the one dude who wasn't was, like, this Tongan dude. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh... He also is like super into Joe Rogan, <laughs> and our uh, tend to be our other nowadays. our other my other coworker his uh, yeah those are aligned. Our other coworker um, was like pretty liberal, and his dad worked for Pfizer, <laughs> so like they talked about the vaccine, yeah. and just like it would get wild, yeah. and uh, uh, he just talk about ivermectin or about how the moon landing didn't happen, oh, man. and it was great. I did it before the pandemic happened. If you would have told me, hey, one political party is going to be very strongly against this vaccine and one political party is going to be very for it, I would have never, ever, ever guessed that the conservative people were on the anti-vaccine well, part. You know what's weird? Like, you can find people's, like, tweets on it. Mm-hmm. There's people who, are, like, now be like, dude, get your booster. But the same people tweeting back when Trump was in office, like, I'm not going to get Trump's vaccine. Yeah. It's, so it's like, it's so it's, political. Yeah, it's all Because political. everyone, like, switched. Yeah, and I'm just like, I was like, what? Yeah. What is this? I didn't get it because I don't want to become gay. That was I my... got it because I was, I was like, yeah, become uh, more option. <laughs> it hasn't kicked in yet. <laughs> but, you know, every now and then I'll look up a dick and I'm like, eh. Still not doing anything for me. <laughs> Try again next month. <laughs> Go get my other booster. You know, it's like, hey man, I've had like four of these boosters, and I haven't sucked one dick. I yeah. haven't even liked a dick on. Like, a, it's doing nothing. Are these gonna work or not, dude? That was uh the Stop. same thing. Uh, Ryan Long did a sketch about it. Apparently, a rabbi came out against the vaccine because really? he thinks it turned him gay <laughs> and he's like that's a hilarious way of coming out as gay <laughs> yeah oh i know why i'm not gay it's because i'm russian and we have the anti-gay oh, gene the, the, it's like, a very strong anti-gay any, gene. any gayness that comes it just 
dissolves, you know? Yeah. Dude, in Guatemala, to meet a single gay. Really? No. They're, well, they're also not down with that. Like, yeah. There's, like, it's crazy. There's places that are still, like, what was the place that just barely outlawed premarital sex? Like, it's against the law. Oh, really? Bali. Where's Bali? In? Oh, it's in, mm-hmm. that's, like, some Muslim country. Yeah. It's an island. Yeah, they outlawed. I heard that's a crazy country to go to. Dude, I bet. Speaking of, this is a first. <laughs> Dude, I love it. Dude, I love it. Kanye claims Rosa Parks was a plant. <laughs> That's the first thing coming up. Oh, dude. All right. Well, here's the last question. Okay. It's the one I ask everyone. Uh, if you could wipe one country off the map with a nuke, which one would it be? Can't be Ukraine. Can't be Ukraine. <laughs> We're just trying to think of like, you know what? What's that country in? There's a country in South America, and they don't even speak Spanish. That's like the not their national. Brazil. <laughs> well, or Portuguese. Sorry, like. Um. Oh, dude, isn't it some French country? Yeah, like, dude, if you speak French, get out. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's not like we we don't. Yeah, I got that in me. My uh, my grandparents are Canadian, mm-hmm. and so like a lot of my aunts, uncles, and uh, Canadians, like especially like people from like Alberta and Western Canada. Yeah, yeah. they do not like the Frenchies, dude. Um, I'll, so I'm a dual citizen in Canada. Really? In Alberta, actually, yeah. And they, um, yeah, they... Dude, Mormon colony? Yeah. Mormon... Cardston? Cardston, yep. Dude, mine's... That's where my family's Mountain from. View. It's a small town right outside Cardston. <laughs> yeah. All my family's from Cardston. My sister lives there. Um, but... Yeah, one of those countries, or like... Dude, my grandma told me if I got my mission called to France or Quebec, and I accepted, she wouldn't disown me. <laughs> They don't deserve the gospel. <laughs> Dude, what about, um, like, what's a country that just doesn't... It's a different kind of racism, because, like... It's going to be one of the African I'll, countries, and I know what you're thinking. Is it because of black people? It's not not because of black <laughs> <laughs> But, like, what am I going to do? Like, what does Libya provide the world? Nothing. I, I, Entertainment. I don't think there's a government there right now. Yeah, it's, it's a like, failed state, and there's slavery because there's like nothing. Or Niger, that's like one <laughs> wor- letter away from being racist. Okay, <laughs> so let's like. You mean one letter away from being fun? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we can see who an American dude, named that one. That's a that's a country that's a risky one. Like if you, dude, bring that to a bunch of high schoolers and they don't know the globe, you know? Oh yeah. And be like, <laughs> What country is it? I'm going to start having my nieces and nephews when they can just start reading. Hey, what, what's this word <laughs> That way I'm like, well, they're good. And I'm going to record it. So if they ever try and become president, actually, racist. So. Uh, uh, I was listening to Shane Gillis, and uh, I'm bringing him up a ton. Uh, I think he's the man. But he was talking, it was the podcast after he got kicked off of SNL. Uh And he's like, go through my library, no N-words. He's like, (laughs) 
he's like, you can't, no one has me. Like, you know. Yeah. And I don't think, you know, was he going to be a writer on SNL? No, he was going to be a cast member. I guess he is pretty good at, like, impressions. Dude, his Trump, his Trump is, is so, so good. good. It's the best. I don't think. It's just. But Godfrey has a good one. Other than that, I don't know if SNL is, like, perfect for his skill set. It was bad for him. Yeah, so it's like, like they would everything he'd want to do, they would shoot down. Really? Yeah, I, I'm positive. Have you seen Gillian Keeves like the sketches he makes on his mm-hmm. own? They're a million times better than anything SNL puts out. And I think I like SNL's cast. Yeah, like, I like a lot of the young people. I feel like they hold on to people too long, and that's why it gets kind of stale. Like I don't need to see Keenan again. <laughs> Keenan, you've been there for twenty years. Fucking move on. Yeah, that's but, a long time. But, um, yeah, he would, well, it's just like the guy who makes, I think, Tim Robinson, right? I uh-huh. think you should leave. His stuff is, is just so funny, but it's like too weird for SNL. Yeah. So. I, yeah. It's probably better for Shane Gillis long term. Dude, yeah, you have to look up, his uncle daycare sketch is so funny. Dude, I'll have to look it up. was like about how during the pandemic daycares weren't in use, so people just leave their uncles there, <laughs> and it's like they teach them not to talk to underage girls, and like, <laughs> it's just such a good That's sketch. Funny. And then they talked about, uh, like, what, they were doing macaroni art, and one of them made a piece that said, All Lives Matter, and one of the daycare workers is black, and like, how do you think that makes Miss Brenda feel? <laughs> <laughs> I want to do a sketch about Jesus and Judas with a lemonade stand, <laughs> and I want Colin Shoemaker to play Judas, and just be kind of like, <laughs> do whatever you want with it, but the whole time Judas is like stealing from Jesus, <laughs> you know, you look around, he's pouring like... Tito's and the lemonade and stuff. Dude, Colin's wild. Yeah. He'll, uh, yeah. I, I had him on. It's the only N word I've had to edit out with this podcast. <laughs> Again, that was the episode I got fired from. So, for hosting the show. But, all right. Well, hey, dude, it's been fun. We went an hour and 25 minutes. Nice. So it's be a sick episode. Dope episode. You're fired.